Welcome to the Football Pink Podcast. The season is officially underway with the curtain raiser, uh, the charity shield, in the early hours of the morning. So, Scott, what are your thoughts? Game. I mean, you think you talk about your, uh, your what? What? What's the word for it? Your stereotypes. You know, it was like, literally a game of two halves. Yeah, hell yeah. Um, they took it towards the first half and we took it to them the second it was two good teams going hammer and toe really I know and it wasn't really like uh, a typical uh, charity shield K- normally expect them to be KG uh, both teams not going hell for leather because they know the season starts teams don't want to play their cards too early on in the season they know everyone's watching especially the team they're playing the following weekend but both teams knew they wanted to get up one on up with each other with this game. Um, but, so, I mean, you look at our games last season, especially the first one, it was very cagey. It's not really who wanted to win, but it, no one wanted to lose. Um, where this, I mean, let's be honest, you've got nothing to lose, so you may as well go for it. So, what do you think of the starting lineup? What you expected? Or No, I expected Matip to go in. Yeah, it was a nice um, surprise. Like most, I think Matt was expected to go in. Um, but I think, having watched the game, you now understand why I had Gomez in there to be able to make the switch if need be. Need I do. Um, I think we started slow. Um, I don't. I think it took for us to get their goal till we really switched on. Um, I don't think... I mean, Van Dijk didn't have his best performance in the Liverpool shirt. Um, but no. I think it took the whole team for about till... Till they scored in 12 minutes. Yeah, he didn't have his best performance, but he made a, a couple of really good tracking running back. Uh, there was a one-on-one at one point that he managed to get level with. and stopped. No, it's the second half. Yeah, so, so it was pretty good. So, yeah, uh, first half, it was all City, as you say. I mean, you say it was all City, but we had our chances. Um, we did. Salah missed a few. You know, I'm just looking at the stats here. The first time I've actually looked at them, you know, we had 17 shots to their eight. Yeah. It's nine on target to their three. You know, it's... I mean, a lot of that was in the second half, but we had our chance in the first half. Salah at least had two or three that he probably should have put away. Well, in the first 10 minutes, he had a really good chance. Yeah. Tried to open up his body. That's it. And if if it had gone in, it would have been a different game. But I do think City had done the homework. You spotted early on the deep runners on the set pieces. Yeah, uh, I think they. I think it's weird because a lot of people tend to stay away from our fullbacks. Where I think City actually um, went for that tactic. They tried to put the ball in and behind our fullbacks, and I think that and um, disabled them to get up like they like to push up really high. Yeah, but on the set pieces, they were putting the ball in. Uh, I was just talking about back. in general yeah, play here. Right. But they, yeah, they had a, early on they had a couple of set pieces. One, and you spotted it straight away. Look at the you had two really deep runners coming from deep, do it overlapping on the fullbacks, and they were really giving Trent a hard hard time from that. And their goal comes from exactly that move. And I think it, their goal couldn't their, that set piece for them couldn't have come in at a better time. You know, Sane goes off injured. There's a long stoppage. You know, it's early on in the... You know, it's not in the season. It hasn't begun yet. So, lads aren't going to be 100% switched on um, with a long stoppage. And they knew what they were doing and we weren't expecting it. So They had go, the two deep men. 
Um, they had the men run early into the box, and then they played the ball, looped to the back, to the uh, the second runners, if you like, and then it was just a, a drag back into the middle, wasn't it? So, on the Sane thing, what do you think? I actually think he... It looked an awkward fall, didn't it? He actually looked like he had did some damage to his yeah, knee. Yeah, we thought he might have hurt himself properly, but then afterwards you saw the cynical side he kicks in and say, look, he wants out. Uh, he's done his 10 minutes. Bugger this. Uh, I'm, I'm going for an early bat. He, you know, he got the free kick for it, but you know, Henna didn't touch him. It was no. the awkward ball that brought him down. And I thought... It didn't look like an ACL or where he fell, but it looked like he may have done some ligament damage. Um, but yeah, he was he was in a bit of pain, but yeah. the way he still walked off, and then looking back now, um, I've heard some other people talk about it, and they think there was, there was fuck all wrong with him. Yeah, so... And Guardiola's come out and said he thinks he's going to be okay. Yeah, isn't that a surprise? And the, the way he said, I think he's going to be okay. It's not, I think, it's either... Yeah. We don't know yet. Because we haven't had a scan. We haven't had a scan. Or no, he's had a scan. There's some minor damage or there's no damage. Or there's the way he goes, I think, it, basically, I don't think Guardiola cares. No. So Sterling took his chance. Uh, you know, it was a good cross. Ball comes back in. He puts the ball in the back of the net. But really, you know. It was a soft goal. For on another way. day, Alisson had saved that all day. I mean, it, it hit his body, it hit his arm, it hit his leg, and, and managed to crawl over the line. I think you put one back, you, you referred it to one in the second half, where we hit the bar, it comes down, and it doesn't even touch Bravo. You know, nine tiles out of ten, as that comes down off the crossbar, that hits the goalkeeper and bounces the other way into the goal. That didn't even touch him. Um, but with the, when you're talking about the Allison one, you know, it touched every single limb of his body, and, you know, went in... Sterling ran off celebrating. He finally got Bergie off the back and scored against us. It was always going to come. And I th- you know what? If it's going to come, a charity shield, I'll take Best that. Best place for it. Because you don't really want it in a, in a full-blown game. So. Or a cop end. Yeah. Oh, God, no. No, let's, let's not even go there. Uh, so, yeah. And then we second half. Completely different story. Well, I think uh, a lot of people. I mean, especially in the past, with so many changes, I think a lot of people expected a flurry of changes at half time. Both teams didn't. Okay, City had their fourth change early in the game, but there was no change, which makes sense because you'd think both teams that started are going to start this weekend. Both teams have got mediocre sides. You know, City have got the tougher test away to West Ham, but you still think. You know, the team they put out there is a team that will go and start next week. And I think the change we made moving Gomez to right back was... Uh, I think it was just Trent was having a bad game. Well, it wasn't even a bad game. It wasn't it a was bad just, game. It's just, just the tactic that they had was working. Just, and Gomez has a much faster recovery pace. So, damage limitation... And that means we can start getting the ball forwards more because we're not panicking with the ball going behind. Well, you time. put Gomez back there. Gomez isn't going to get up as much. No. So therefore, they're not going to get in behind as much. So they're going to you have to go to a different tactic. But we also changed the midfield after that. I think well. our and, I think our that... midfield was our most disappointing part of the game for me. For me, it felt like it got bypassed a lot from defence to attack. 
Um, it didn't really. I mean, I think Fabinho was off the pace today. Um, I didn't really see much of Genie. I think no, I in the counter attack, Genie was he. You know, he was that runner. So was Hendo. But I really think the the midfield was bypassed I today. Hendo had a, a half decent game, to be honest. I think For me, I think it it sometimes it's um, it's kind of uh, what's the word like? It's a different side and because you see him run non-stop. I think it's kind of a fade on what how he actually plays. I'm not saying he had a bad game at all, but I think because he does a lot of running, a lot of hurrying, he actually people think he does better than he does. But I think certainly in the first half, because we weren't getting our press right, they were going through, they were cutting through the front line and cutting through the midfield. And putting us on our back foot an awful lot. Because of the midfield, I think the gap between the attack and the midfield was too big. Too big. So, every, I mean, City are going to pass out from the back, you know, when you're pressing them hard. And they're, nine times out of ten, they're probably going to get out anyway. And I think, we, like, you know, that's a big pitch they got at Wembley. And it was a hot day. It's early in pre-season, you know. But for me, they press them. It, it, was, it was in stages and it wasn't together. And I think, because it was so hot, don't go as often, but when you do go, we showed it in the second half, you don't go as often, but when you do go, you win it. It felt half-hearted to me yeah. some of the time. Uh, again, we don't know. Maybe the plan was to hit them harder with the press second half when they were tiring. Confidence in our own fitness level. Again, we can say all this, we can talk all this shit, but we actually don't know. You know, no, I'm saying this about Henderson, but we don't know. Klopp might have said to Hendo, you know what, just run. I just need you to run and run and run. Let Genie do the attacking. Let Fabinho do the defending. You just sit in the middle and do box to box. Yeah. Make yourself busy. <clears throat> Excuse me. So, yeah, early on in second half, Salah lets one rip, hits the post, which was, uh, you know, it, it's good to see him having a crack, but I just wish he'd just vary things a little bit more. I think he got a bit too monotonous that he just want he really wanted to score at that near post today. That's it. I don't I mean, I don't buy into the um I think he should pass more because you know, strikers at the top level are greedy and they need to be and that's why they are the best strikers in the world. But, you know, you think back to when Salah had his um dry spell towards the end of last season. You've seen, you've seen them lose confidence because they started passing the ball in them situations. It wasn't until that Southampton runway when, you know what, I'm taking this on. And he ran the, basically the whole length of the pitch, put it away. You know, he really should, probably should have passed that. But he took it on himself. So I think it's that cockiness and that belief in himself that he can score. But well, I do agree, you know, ben, how often has he bent one into the far corner? He kept trying to, you know, rock, wrong foot him. North, he did about four or five. All the time. But again, I do think if he'd scored early, he'd probably pass more because he's got he's got himself off the mark. So, uh, as soon as he gets a couple of goals under under his belt, the pressure's off him to to play his football far more relaxed. So. It's easy for us to say if we we had scored more, we were going to win because you know City had that good chance where Sterling just collapsed under the pressure. Really, but again, Sterling should have passed there, but being a striker. He, he wants to take it on. See, I think that's different. I think um, he, he would, that's the indecisiveness of Sterling. In that situation, Salah's, he's not even looking at, it was Kyle Walker, I think that was when, he's, if it was Salah in that position, he's not even looking. He is fully focused and he's putting that away. 
Sterling, because he's not a natural... He, he's added goals to his game. He got a lot of criticism. Last season, he added a lot of goals to his game. But he's not a natural striker. They're starting to play him in that nine more because they need a replacement for Aguero. So, and that's where he's going to end up. No it question. Is. But that, that just 30 seconds there embodied that he's not a fully-fledged striker. He's a winger that is put into the middle. Because a fully fed stri- uh, striker, Michael Owen, your Robbie Fowler, your Ian Rush, they're not thinking about anyone else. I'm gonna add. They're thinking I'm gonna add to my exactly. I'm adding to my old go tally here, and I'm put. It's a one on one. I'm putting this away. You know that one look to the left allowed not only Allison to come out and make himself big, Van Dyke to get back. You know, and, and it put a doubt in his mind. Should I pass this? And before you know it, he's he's got Allison's gobbled it up. Yeah, he should have either gone early or laid the ball off. And that's early. the difference between the two. Like I said, you know, um, that's you know Salah's being cocky and uh, just being being confident in himself to score, while you know it's more of Serling not being a hundred percent confident in himself really. Uh, and again, Kite had a a decent shot saved. He hit it fairly straight at the keeper. It was nice to see him actually. Put his laces through the ball and uh, and have a crack. Uh, Sal had a few more chances, uh, but I think everyone that came off the bench, you know, we're talking about Kaito, because we made a you know Kaito, Chamberlain, and uh, Shakiri that came on. All of them were positive. All of them came on and, and made a difference. Made a contribution without you question. Know, and you, you think back to lads going, you know, because I'm all up for the we need. We, I wanted a player or two in. I was all up for that. But when you look at that and you think the players they brought on, Gabriel Jesus, okay, they didn't bring on Aguero, but they brought on Gundogan, Gabriel Jesus. The players they brought on compared to what we brought on, our lads made a lot more of an effort. And then, But then you have all the people going, but we need squad depth like cities. You look at how our bench came on to, to, compared to their bench. Our lads that came off looked a lot stronger and a lot better. And look, if we'd have gone out and bought somebody, you got Ben Woodburn there, who's going to be pissed off that he never got on the bench today kind of thing. You mean uh, Wilson or Brewster? Yeah, sorry, Brewster, sorry. Uh, and if you buy another striker in, that's another piece of a place on the bench gone. And yeah, I, It was I, weird. He had two centre-backs on the bench. He had Lovren and Matip both on the bench. I found that quite weird. I think, you you know, because he started with Origi, Bobby and Salah... We didn't have any strikers to come on because, I mean, you can play Shaq out wide, but he's more of a, he's been played of a midfield role. Same with Chamberlain and same with Keita. So you had three attacking midfielders on the bench and no strikers. So it's, it's interesting that he didn't put Again, Brewster on. It makes you think that he was thinking about that change to fullback all the time, that that may well happen. But then we have still got Matip. Why have that? Just in case Van Dyke needs a break, you know he, he he's looking that you know a week to go till the season starts. So does he really need a break? Well, you'd you'd think not, but no, with the season less than five days away, mm. does he really need that break? Yeah, it's an interesting one, especially with the rumours of Lovren leaving. But I don't think he is. But hey. he isn't. So yeah, I think he's just there, uh, just just more talk and bullshit. So, in the 92nd minute, Salah one-on-one with Bravo. Bravo stands him up. Again, he could easily pl- pass it to the side, especially when the header come after it's saved. But 
and it's just a confidence thing. Once Salah bags one, he's going to bag loads. And another day, he gets a hat-trick. Yeah, and to be honest, you know, that header, it was on target. It's going over the line. It's only, you know, the acrobatics of Kyle Walker that's he... God knows how he gets to that and doesn't just smash it into the roof of the goal. I mean, for me, I'm I'm, I'm gutted we lost. Um, although it's the the charity shield, I'm gutted we lost. Um, and it's the small margins that get me, you know, the the one point difference in the league, the millimeters in the away game against them. You know, we had that chance with uh, was it Van Dyke where it was millimeters off the yeah. you know the, that goal line, line technology. You're just waiting for that photo of the goal line technology to circulate on social media. This is how close Liverpool came, just like they did last year. Um, and then, you know, the miss header. It just feels like, for me, I'm not trying to sound all good, doom and gloom, but... Jesus, you're getting me suicidal. Just for me, Fucking it's like, hell. although, you know, we, we're right on their tail, it still feels like they've got the look. They still just that little bit ahead. You know, you make your own look, and I just feel like they've got that little bit more than what we do at the minute. On paper, yeah, they probably have, and and they've also got the the confidence of winning more. We've got the confidence of getting the Champions League now. That gives us a big boost. But listen to De Bruyne after the game, and you know, and he's like, "We're up for every competition. We're out to win it all." When they were asking him, "Do you want Champions League over over the league?" and he's like, "No, nah, I want the pre- I want what we got last year, and I want the Champions League. Bring it on! Three games, you know, three games a week. If that's what you got to play, then so be it." Haven't even played three games last season, De Bruyne. No matter three games, fucking week. So, so we'll just, you know, yeah, pissed off, pissed off the way it goes, but really happy with that second half performance. I thought it was, uh... and that's what I mean. And we we spoke beforehand, and we were gonna say if we did a build up show, um, that for me it's more the trophy doesn't matter if we don't perform well. The trophy is a byproduct if we play well, and yeah. you know we didn't. If we had played like that the full ninety minutes, we win that trophy. If we um, played like that first half for the ninety minutes, jeez, exactly, we'd have been upset. So you know, you I think you're happy that that we. We had the second half the way we did. You know, you didn't want it vice versa, like City did, because I think they died off. Um, but I also think that goes into our pre-season compared to theirs. We look a lot fitter Sharper. than what we do. Sharper and fitter. You know, one thing we can look to, you know, going to West Ham opening day is tough. You want to go to West Ham later on in the season where all the, all the Londoners are uh, all angry. They're all yeah. fucking angry that... West Ham is shite and all this, but start of the season, everyone's up for it. Everyone's up, yeah. It's a tough place to go. So if they're only one up or there's one goal in it or the level, but, you know, we tend to go, you think, obviously, you don't know what West Ham are like fitness-wise, but but you think of our pre-season to theirs, the amount of games we play to theirs and stuff like that. West Ham will be after an early scalp in their own gaff. So did you see uh, Pep? And Klopp having words in the game. At it was one interesting point. because I think I can't remember what happened earlier in the game. I think our our play was down. I think their play was down, and we kicked it out, or vice versa. It was our play that was down, and we kicked out for them. And then there was that challenge where Gomez came through with his studs up, completely got the ball, and we started to play on a bit. And they, and that's when he wasn't happy. We eventually kicked the ball out, and that's when they had words. Well. 
what I've heard is they were trying to make a substitution at the time. And that's we why Henderson, I just read that there, yeah. We were holding possession and Klopp shouted and told him to go down on the next Pep challenge. Pep, sorry, Pep told him to go down on the next challenge. Klopp overheard it, went ballistic, walked away. Hendo runs off the bench and starts giving the verbals as well. So, But that meant the game stopped. They were able to make their substitutions. You know, 10 minutes to go in a charity shield that nobody cares about. You know, Pep, you know the what? most wonderful coach in the world, is telling his players to go down so he can make a substitution. Exactly. I mean, ignore the shield and the way it is. Like, even if that's a friendly... Pep's doing the exact same thing. Klopp's doing the exact same thing. They want to win at the moment. They want to win against City, against Liverpool. Exactly, you want to, you want to win. Mentality. Exactly. Uh, another interesting note. There was a. Apparently, there was a, a group of friends, supporters, that hired an open top double decker bus, to get them from a central London to Wembley. And they done their own open open top parade through London. Since some videos of it, oh, get a grip. Talk Jesus. about uh, doing a bit of the unbearables. Jeez. Yeah, that's a bit full on. They need to get a. They need to get a pull the reds in. That's a bit. Uh, get a grip. Uh, no, I don't, yeah, I don't. I don't like that at all. That's I thought it was quite amusing. Nah, stupid that. Uh, so what else have we got? Minor stuff. Simon Mingle. Yeah, he's off, isn't he? Um, Surprised it's this long in the season. Um, sorry, this late. This late in the off season. It's kind of uh, a bit strange how it just all hasn't happened earlier on in the season. Next minute we're rushing around for a goalkeeper. But the way um, all of a sudden the talk says that he's got, well, he's officially has left. It was on just literally before we started recording it. it Liverpool said farewell to him on their official Facebook page. Um but I think it looks like we had Adrian from West Ham lined up the just minute, in case. just in case. So as soon as the the word got out that he was heading to Club Bruges medical, um, all the Adrian rumours started flying around. I mean, obviously the conversations have been ongoing. The club's aware of it. You say they've got Adrian lined up. If it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Uh, Six point four rising to eight million apparently, according to Mel Reddy. So it's a bit of money in the bank, uh, uh yeah, and that's about it. So it's quite interesting actually, because um, isn't Aussie, uh, what Maddie, who's who's at Club Bruges? Swear we had a goalkeeper at Club Bruges, an Aussie goalkeeper. Matt Might have been Maddie Ryan before he came to the Premier League. Oh, okay. Swear we had there. They don't mind me. I'm just yeah. searching up. Yeah, shit research. So okay, so it's fairly short. Uh. We'll try and do a few more post-match uh, reviews depends as we go fucking, through. Depends when the time of the game depends is. Depends time of the game. That, yeah, absolutely. Uh, what we might find is that we do a bit of a preview show and, and pre-record it and then add it with a, with a short post-match show and put it out. Don't know. See how it goes. Okay, this has been uh, the Football Podcast and we'll speak to you next time. Up the Reds and uh, season starts next week.